old Helen is gone. <laughs> now, I came here to help you, but now <laughs> I'm going to get even. <laughs> Christina! <laughs> Christina's gone. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of The Way I See a Podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. I am your host, Josh DeWay, a.k.a. Your Grace, and I want you to be ever more encouraged. <laughs> Why y'all look at me like that? Your Grace. Your Grace. That is my okay. name in 2022. Um, <laughs> it is Your Grace. Do not adjust me as anything other. Um, we are in for a great show today. We're talking about me, myself, and I. That's all I got in the end. Is what I found out. Let's just start the show. Let's go. cousins is up there with jesus not literally but figuratively and uh i'm about to join him it is uh laron that's who you're hearing this mic laughing how you this week oh oh. (laughs) i'm actually in it's been a great week you know what i'm saying like it's it's been a good week for me um Everything seems to be going good. I'm like really starting, I guess, shifting into new year. It's funny how niggas always do this. Like when the end of the year come, they like start shifting their mindset, like what they're going to do in the new year. But this time it's different for me because I'm actually going to do shit. I'm not going to just, you know, I got a new attitude. So yeah, I'm just excited about things coming up. That's giving me like all the good energy that I had this week and marijuana. Huh? Isn't it powerful? <laughs> Isn't it powerful? Somebody told me today. They said, "You know, the earth is the Lord's." And the okay, wait a minute. And the and the fullness thereof. Okay. And I am in the earth, so I need to put the earth back into me, so that it can sing of its praise. I, I said, can experience God. the fullness. yeah. glory to God. <laughs> he gave Jeremy. us dominion over all things. Okay, I'm done. Jeremy, how are you this week? I'm going to be nice to you today. <laughs> this episode, I'm going to be nice to you. Because I, I went back and listened to the to last week's episode. I did give you a lot. I did give yeah. you a lot. And I, I'm not a man that I won't repent. Hmm. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, if you're watching, as you can see, Josh has on his fuckboy gray. Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I'm here. You know, I'm alive. I'm well. Um, for anybody who has a dog... If you have gotten a dog as a puppy, you know, like the six month to eight month period is like terrible twos. So me and my youngest dog have really been at it this week. He's been pissing everywhere. Um, He literally just peed right before this in my house. So y'all pray much for me. Amen. Um, But yeah, I'm here. But Hey, Josh. Hmm. All right. Well, I just got this revelation from the Lord. Your dog wouldn't be so pissy if you weren't so um, sinful. Hmm. Really? 
didn't you post something accidentally <laughs> on your alternate account? Or you meant to post it on your your regular account, but you posted it on your alternate. Jerry, see, the Bible says when I would do good, <laughs> evil. Alternate I, accounts are always present. And I've I've not done the thing to you. Y'all, we have a special guest. We have a special co-host. <laughs> she is she is <laughs> coming in as one of my cousins, uh, you know, at the family reunion. We have the one and the only Miss Tiffany Mann. How you doing? Hey, 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 y'all. I'm doing good. Listen. Welcome officially to um, the way I see a podcast. Um, things are gonna get a little bit different in just a second, mm. but I believe I believe you will ride. I believe the children are our future. Okay, all right. I'm buckle up. I'm be ready. I'm be ye also yes. ready. <laughs> be <ye> also ready. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm scared, Jeremy. What game do you have for us to play today? You know, it's not too bad. Um, let me go to my notes. So the game on tonight is called stressed. <laughs> it's right. It's not even, I mean, I ain't even coming for you yet. Um, it's called dirty minds. So I'm going to ask you, I have seven of them. I'm going to ask you questions and I want you to guess what you think it is. All right. Number one, what's messy and can be really annoying and or tricky to clean up <laughs> after sex. Period blood. <laughs> That is not correct. <laughs> what? You're going with emotions to try to like juxtapose the thing, but you just went on here with her. Here we are. You're actually right, Tiff. It's feelings. <laughs> I was going to say sheets. <laughs> we know what you was going to say. <laughs> All right. It's just always to the left. I'm sorry. Always. <laughs> Period. Baby, you was I... gone. You was off the bridge. <laughs> that oh wasn't even to God. the left. <laughs> okay. Number two. Over 1,000 people went down on me. I wasn't a maiden for long. Something really big and hard ripped me open. What am I? Well, there was Tasha, there was Linda, about what? three Kims. <laughs> wow. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? <laughs> I think I know, but I'm gonna let y'all keep on guessing. <laughs> okay, um, so we're, we're, a, a thousand people have gone down. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a maiden for long. Something really big <laughs> and hard ripped me open. What am I? Child, I don't know. I give up. <laughs> no. It's the Titanic. Period. You are so smart. You don't play this game before. <laughs> no, you got to get mine at the gutter. That's right. <laughs> oh, that's why I'm not winning. That's exactly. Man. Josh, that's why we don't win it because our minds is always. <laughs> okay. I started with Hold on to your cat up like that. <laughs> From the room. All right. <laughs> Number three. I start with the V, and every woman has one. She can even use me to get what she wants. What am uh, I? A vagina. That's vagina. That's that's straightforward. That has to be a vagina. That's a mm -mm. cool funny. Mm -mm. A coochie. <laughs> A twat uh -uh. box. <laughs> the answer is her voice. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah, you are right. Don't away from me with this. Number four, you can play with me at night right before going to sleep. You can't get caught fiddling with me at work. You only let a select few people touch me. What am I? Your cell phone. Correct. Oh. Look at that. You got a little bit of Holy Ghost. All right. <laughs> this one is this one was funny to me. 
All right. I start with a P and end with O-R-N. O-R-N. And I'm a major player in the film industry. What am I? Josh. I start with a P I and I end with O R N. You just don't spell the whole word. Did, did I though? A porn star? No. Are we? Uh, yeah, no, no. No. Popcorn. Uh, get out of here. She said, like, get out of here. Ain't never the person talking about popcorn. No, no popcorn. That's the point. Okay, two more. What's a four letter word that ends in K? And means the same as intercourse. Oh, baby, I, I don't do alternative words around here. Okay, you, you said that's a four. They want me to word. be at the forest today. And it ends with the letter K. And it means the same thing as it means intercourse. The same thing. I, um, mm -mm. You got me stumped. I'm, I'm, yeah. You got talk, talk, talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Talk is, a little, yeah, a little, a little mm -hmm. body talking. Mm -hmm. Okay, I last one. My nose, if that's, if that's uh, intercourse, I got to adjust my nose. <laughs> Listen, if we just having a conversation, right? Body count. It's been, it's been a reset, so that's fine. <laughs> you know, right, it, last does, one. it does. It does reset twelve o'clock midnight. Yeah, I bet you need that. All right, last <laughs> one. What's a long and hard? What's long and hard and has come in it? Up. Uh, all right, now this game was just really dragging it. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? What's long and hard and has come in it? <laughs> Welcome. That's that's the best I can do too, Josh. That's, that's yeah. cucumber. Oh Bye. my god! Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Right, You're, we're restricting your gameplay access for a minute because what y'all nasty? Good. Yes, we're nasty. Of course, I am too. So it's fine. Miss right. Jackson, we know. Miss Jackson, you nasty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> myself is nasty, but myself <laughs> is nasty. Um, <laughs> Jeremy, we going to who? Who we got on the stage? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I am going to highlight another Twitter follower who has just um, started a brand here recently. So you gotta be careful with his Twitter followers. Hmm. <laughs> go, 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 let's move on into service. Okay. Okay. Okay, Blocker. All right. The Ken Collection was created by content creator Ken. The line was created from the heart to serve all shapes and sizes to make people feel comfortable with themselves no matter what. Ken is known to make people laugh, with his skits and videos on TikTok. So this is a fellow follower of mine. Uh, his handle is underscore it's Ken underscore. Um, you can buy his product on thekencollection.com. He is also on TikTok. Let me see if I can find his TikTok real quick. Kenny Ken Ken. So we wanna celebrate you. I have not purchased the collection yet, but I will. So there's like, a crop top hoodie. There's like Ooh. a shirt. There's a sweatshirt. Yeah. So please check it out again. That's the Ken collection. So we honor you on tonight. Yeah. Get you a little Kenny Ken Ken. Kenny Ken Ken. Yes. I love it. Yes, I'll be purchasing soon. Ken Ken Ken. He loves him a crop top. Anyway, um, Leron. 
Yeah, you, the vengeance is mine, said the Lord. So I'm gonna let the Lord fight my battle because this battle ain't. What are you saying, Yolanda? This battle ain't yours. <laughs> it's the Lord. Think about it's it. This um, your phone been ringing, LeBron. My phone has been ringing, and oh, Lord. the person that I need to stop calling my phone. Um, I when I think of this person, y'all know like when somebody is like ha- is like chewing tobacco, like that chewing tobacco, and they spit it in a cup, and the cup is like sixty four ounces, a whole bunch of like tobacco spit in it. Oh Jesus! I think of that when I think of this person. Ew. So Kaya, Kia, Kaya, whatever, Miss Thug, Mrs. Whatever the fuck your name is. I'm sorry for all the you know all, all my safe people. It's about to get real vulgar up through here because she really pissed me the fuck off. Oh. I was scrolling my Instagram, minding my beautiful black business. And um, I see a, I follow this page called The Gay Neighbors. And um, I see that they put a video of her talking her bullshit as she usually does, saying that, um, basically saying that everybody in the gay community can't be the girl, can't be the girl. Oh, everybody want to be girls. Everybody want to. Everybody want to pussy and breast and da da da. Why, they got to be some men. That's the whole point of being gay is because you have to have some men's. All right, so you're really fucking stupid because gender identity and sexual orientation are two completely different things, girl. You sound fucking stupid. And it's all right. There are such things as you know trans women who are beautiful that still like pussy. It's all right. They just don't identify themselves as uh, what they were born as. Gender identity and sexual orientation are two completely different things. So girl, and then also the queen that was in the background hyping this bitch up. You can call me back. So actually I would act, meet me outside because you can't be one of us acting like acting this fucking dumb. Like I really want you owe me a fade. Like I really want to run up on you. But Miss Thug Misses, hop in your 40 kind of line, pick uh take take the <laughs> Take the car phone that's in that bitch, unplug it, throw it out the window, block me back, never contact me again. Thanks, miss. Yeah. And that's that on that. And that, <laughs> baby, that's that on that, baby. I, we just, you, stop making LeBron mad. Cause, <laughs> oh, I just Damn. be feeling so sorry for y'all. And Don't feel like- sorry for that long titty bitch, that old gat mouth bitch. They okay, are let, long. Me, let me go ahead and just let, let me calm down. Sorry. Soggy water balloons. <laughs> <laughs> it's like somebody put gravy in balloons and tacked Ooh. it to your chest, bitch. I Shut thought you was out. finished. Sorry. Plumpy gravy. <laughs> My God. And on tonight. All right, I'm done. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy Kaya's comedy. I'll say that. But she goes too far sometimes. And it's just like, okay, now you look like that. You got to remember that. See, if you're going to talk trash, you got to remember what you look like. <laughs> that's that's my only grievance. That's, that's the only thing. Like, yeah. hey, if you're going to do it, please understand what you really look like when you pass a mirror. Cause and not only that, your surroundings, because you over here popping shit with a whole wooden panel background. <laughs> okay. Marvin Gaye. What, um, what 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 what, tra- what trailer are you in, girl? You know they do remodel those double eyes. You want to hop in one of those? All right, Marvin. <laughs> okay, I I, I, I ooh, there's something on my mind. Won't somebody please, please, <laughs> please, <laughs> Marvin? What the fuck is going on? Because wh- what? Mm. Okay, so, so so some news happened this week, and I, 
Laurence, you start. Laurence sent us a message in the group chat. Which one? Because I sent quite a few. Jesus. <laughs> about this this woman in her bonnet oh. with her, the woman that gets a $100 weekly allowance from the money she First brings of home. All, <laughs> we buying these bonnets because this is the second time a bitch in a bonnet that said something really fucking stupid. <laughs> so I don't know what spirit is on these bonnets. But we bond you up in the Holy Ghost. We can't blame bonnets for the stupidity under the bonnets. We can't blame the bonnets. The bonnets can't get a bad rap. Well, the bonnets be protecting me, okay? I'm not going to let you speak bad about bonnets. I got red hair because of a bonnet, amen? So we're going to have to work on the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> walk it, walk it, walk it. I'm great. Uh, what? I'm going to let you finish. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> No, but yeah, this this girl in the bonnet is sitting there in the bed with her man, her dumb. Well, first of all, if you're gonna do this, at least do it for a nigga that scares you. <laughs> this nigga is fucking I probably 115 pounds soaking wet. He just laying in the bed, <laughs> laying in the bed, looking at her like this while she's while she's saying that she takes her direct deposit from work keep a hundred dollars for herself per week or however long because that's her allowance and she sends the rest of her check to her nigga because he can handle the finances bitch you sound fucking stupid baby girl come, <laughs> come sit on my couch let me talk to you let me tell you about a few things okay <laughs> let me tell you how that ain't it <laughs> that's not I, I i'm an avid believer and do what works for you but let me tell you how that's gonna end up that i'm not trying to put my troubles on you Oh, but let me tell you how this going to end up. How that money going to be all time. Let me, let me not get in her business, but amen, praise God. <laughs> Please get in her business. Because it, it looked like he was taking her money to go spend it with his boyfriend. Uh-oh. Okay. And that's, I thank you. That's really what it looked like. That's that's the vibe I got. I was like. You're, you're probably not wrong. No, you're definitely not wrong. Because, you know. Come on, DL, sis. Come on. Seriously, like if you watch the video, he just really laying there, just perched, laying there watching his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, babe. So that you send me your money. Like the dumb bitch you are. So I can go I can go out me and my girlfriends and tear up Lennox Mall because I'm that they probably in Atlanta. <laughs> okay. <laughs> or Florida. <laughs> you know, they do what they do crazy things in Florida. Yes. Let's go down to the swap meet with my girlfriends. I can buy my my, my boyfriend something cute <laughs> yeah. with this with this money that this dumb bitch then uh, sent to my account through her direct deposit. Girl, you're stupid. You're you're really dumb. That's just the end of it. That's a lot of trust. That's a lot of trust I don't have. That's too much <laughs> Thank trust. you. That's, That's too, too much, much. trust. Not for no nigga I'm not married to. Like if, if y'all was even, married, even still, even, like even so, like I I do believe like married couples. I'm not married yet, but when I do get married, I'm still gonna have my money. You still gonna have your money. But we'll we'll have a joint account, to, right. but you're not gonna get all of my money. <laughs> you're bugging. <laughs> I just I just I just found it really interesting. That's that's the nicest word I have in me today. I just found it really interesting that, again, we have another couple who has taken to social media to tell us information we did not ask for. Right. And then on top of that, you're going to be stupid? You're going to admit your stupidity and be proud of it? Like... Here's what I'll say to that. I'm kind of glad that she put the stupidity out of there so we can all discuss it and won't nobody else do that same stupidity. <laughs> 
offense. Because the thing is, what a lot of what stupidity it brews because it just be over there by itself. My so God. speak it out loud. So you be like, hey, hey, that's dumb. Okay. <laughs> 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 hey, 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 yo. Excuse <laughs> me. That's not. That's not it. It's friends. Oh. Stop. That's not it. That's not it. Um, what else happened this week? Um, oh, precious, precious stole that seafood. <laughs> the seafood bandit is what they call him. Oh, Lord. baby, she done went and <laughs> run amok at the seafood place. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> baby, she got them crab legs. She said, "This is what she said." She said she went to the to to the to go. And they didn't ask for her payment and they had her waiting too long. So she dashed. But then she said, well, I ain't run to the car. <laughs> she said, I ain't run. So they released the surveillance. <laughs> Girl was out. <laughs> this mama released, was out. They released the surveillance and baby, that you same boat. Baby, she was... <laughs> baby, she was putting one in front of the other. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. She was out of there with them crab legs. <laughs> it's the crab legs. Because <laughs> I understand. I love me a crab leg, too. But, okay. baby, you, I just imagine the clicking of them legs in that bag. <laughs> <and shoot. laughs> I want them to release the audio of that footage. Yes, we really. talk, I want to hear the pitter patter of those feet. And I want to hear the bass in that man's like, hey, hey, you're, hey, hey, come back. Over there. You know, like that. that kind of stuff. Yes. I, it's, it's something that I have, I have to hit. It's what did Jill? What did Jill Scott say when she was going to that mountain? What I'm going up this mountain to save my <laughs> baby. She's saving them crab legs here. She's saving the crab legs. I'm crying. My that was God. hilarity to me. <laughs> oh, can we talk about how it feels like? For those of you, I mean, I think everybody's on social media in some facet, but I feel like every time I scroll Twitter. Somebody's like, I tested positive for COVID. I tested positive for COVID. Like, baby, Omarion is a guy. He got him a whole band, a whole tour. It's just Such. understudies and everything. Just That's come what on. I'm saying everybody is getting sick. What yeah. the fuck, Marvin Gaye? But the thing is, po- like actual Omarion, sick mind of his is <laughs> a name, a whole pandemic variant on this man and and he's trying to just be at home with his cheerings and, and meditate and eat vegetables and, and dancing moisturized <laughs> he, he's minding his business making a kale smoothie and, he's, and here we are and we are <laughs> yeah, up on his blanket yeah everybody is is testing positive and i'm just like how are we out here free ball in the air? Why, why was we walking around with masks? <laughs> without masks in the first place? Were <laughs> your mask? Your, your mask. <laughs> I think we got, Were I mean, I can even say like at times I've been complacent, you know, like going into 7-Eleven or something. Mm-hmm. I won't put my mask on every now and then, you know, but I feel like as a whole, it was like, oh, the number's down. Shh. Forget this mask. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. now it's like, especially once, you, once people got vaccinated. Like, so when, exactly. When people, when and people get vaccinated and the booster is like, I don't need to wear a mask. No, baby, Absolutely. I am vaccinated. I got my booster shot coming up. And you best believe I'm always, always on my mask. Like, the only place I do go inside, like Jeremy said, is like a convenience store, like Wawa. I need to do better with that too. But, <laughs> but, the, but the thing too is, 
I'm, I'm glad you brought up the vaccinated because, oh, <laughs> because um, I know my the, the exposure I had at my job, it was from vaccinated people. Mm. And they're like, oh, well, we're vaccinated. So, and it's like, no, 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 you can, you can still transmit it. Um, it, this whole thing for me is CDC coming out saying, well, you know, instead of it being 10 days in quarantine, cause I never knew it went from 14 to 10. Yeah. So yeah. they said, yeah. instead of it being 10 days for quarantine, now it's going to be five. And I'm mm-hmm. just trying to figure out what, huh? Now I understand that as we find more information, information shall change. I understand that medicine is a practice. They don't say I, I do medicine, <laughs> they say practice medicine. These mother fluffers is out here still practicing on bodies. Amen, praise God. <laughs> but that seemed a little suspicious given the, the current activities of today that folks only got to sit in the house for five days. I need you to sit at home the full five. I need a timer. I need you to sit at home, <laughs> breathing out no air if you don't test it positive for COVID. I don't care what the CDC say. I'm gonna tell you what I say. You come up in my face and you positive, I'm gonna positively kick you behind. How about that? Amen. <laughs> How about that? How about that? And the other thing is, if you are sick or if you feel that you're sick, if you are unsure, stay the fuck at home. Please. Because why are you out? Like, I, I, I think that's highly irresponsible. Um, that you, that you say, oh, I think it's just my allergies. If you're not sure, stay at home. Yes. Please. Just, just stay. At home. And then you can get COVID again. So sure. for those of you who had COVID Absolutely. and like, oh, I already had it and I got vaccinated, you can still get it again. So don't be out here being irresponsible with that as and well. And again, 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 again. That's baby. That's a recurring thing. Okay. And then the whole, <laughs> and even the whole five days thing. I'm like, that's where it's going to be because I'm like, what? Well, what's going to be next? Twenty four hours. Like y'all playing. Yeah. Yeah. They, they playing with and our I, lives out here. I think of my seventy year old aunt who been smoking cigarettes since I've been alive. <laughs> <laughs> so now I got a little bit of a cough. <laughs> but <laughs> so, but you know. And she don't really bother nobody. And, and, you know, she stays at home and she stays herself and whatnot. Folks go to her. They be out at the clubs, out partying at restaurants, and they go to her house. Stay away from Nanny. Stay away from Nana. Stay away from Gigi. Stay away from those people because they are at higher risk and their bodies are going to fight this stuff off. Just be responsible. Stay at home or don't go around. At least just... For me, don't go around my no nanas enough. Just for mm-hmm. me. Amen. Speaking of going home, uh, Kanye West did something interesting this week. Um, Kanye, you know, he's trying to get Kim back, but he purchased a house across the street. Now, here's here's my take on this. People are saying, oh, it's cute. Oh, it's not. Want you too grown for that. This is not us playing house as kids you know you're too grown for that if the woman does not want you respect her boundaries and move on um i understand that there's this fight for your marriage but you should have fought for your marriage while you was in your marriage um I, oh people always want to fight for someone when it's, when it's about to be gone you should have been fighting since day one for this to work but the thing is it, it's giving very obsessive nature 
it's giving very much, if I can't have you, I don't want anybody to have you. And I say often, do not love me that much. Don't ever love me that much. Don't love me to the point that you can't function without, no, no, don't, don't love me that much. I would much rather you love yourself that much, um, that you can't function, function without you. But I, I, I find that weird. And I find, I find it really interesting that we excuse obsessive behavior of men who we like, um, but, you know, blast obsessive behavior from, from women. I think I find that very interesting. Not really, but for the sake of conversation, yeah. Here, here's my take on, on, on that situation. I feel, I, I was in a relationship for three years with this young gentleman, bless his heart, amen, press guy. Uh, and I, we, it was a turbulent situation, got out of that. And I went back and I looked in my journal mm. and two weeks after I met him, I wrote down every single reason why we wouldn't be together. Every single reason why we ended up breaking up. And one of those things was that sort of obsessive, you're my everything. I don't want to be your everything. Uh-uh, no, that's that's too much pressure for me to be your everything. It's been two weeks. I'm your everything in two weeks. <laughs> my God. I'm the bomb. Now, don't get me wrong. She cute, she everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, <laughs> but the thing is, like, that was a lot. That was a lot. But I knew two weeks going in and it took me all of that time to listen to myself Wow. and say self, you go ahead and move around. This ain't serving you no more. So I just wonder like, at what point do people, when you recognize that like little, little tingling feeling like this, this is a little intense. This ain't, this ain't just cute little love. This is something else. Yeah. I don't, um, I'm not so much mad, and this is just me being me. I'm not. I'm not so much mad about him. I mean, I am upset about that. I'm just mad at that ugly house was what ten million dollars. I find better house on that one truly for a hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I, I don't. I don't agree with that, but I, I do definitely see like that is. Seem too much, kind of. You, you, you're doing too much. Like I can't sit here and say that I agree about like. Because I'm about well, Tiffany, this is your first time meeting me and experiencing me. But we've had these conversations before, so we're like me telling somebody that they're my everything. I don't. Mm, because <laughs> now be careful. My, I'm just saying because my experience is different. Like you know, I'm not like I like if me and my boyfriend were to break up right now, even though like he really is like if we were to break up, I would be devastated for like, they, they say that you mourn the relationship for as, as long as you've been together for it. Like, that's what they say. That's not true. I, so I definitely, it, that's, what, that's, what, that's what the quotes are running. That's, that's what they say. Speaking from experience, it's not true. But not. you know, the, the, I, I would be devastated, but then I'm also in my right mind <laughs> mature enough to be like, all right, so if this is not working, I'm not going to move across the street from you and upset over <laughs> you either. Like, that's a lot. Can't say that I'm surprised. Um, <laughs> after being up close and personal with this man and the extremities that he goes to do everything, mm-hmm. I am not surprised. <laughs> um, but I am kind of sad because I I thought you know seeing him like interact, Kim really loved him. She I'm sure she really does love him. Um, but at the same time, as he started to go on this you know 
spiritual journey. Um, Is that what it was? <laughs> I mean, that's a topic for another day. But um, I could see her kind of like start to separate herself because, you know, she was coming to Sunday service weekly, like weekly, recording weekly. And then the, you know, I think for her, she thought it was just some little project that he was going to do, but then it turned into something bigger than that. And she was like, okay, you dragging it, <laughs> you know? So um, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised in the slightest. I mean, if we just buying houses, places, you want to buy a house, cause I, I need a house. I, mean, <laughs> I live across that, the street. That might help your feelings. That might help you get over it. You just buy Tiffany man a house. Like I feel <laughs> it in my spirit. Yeah, I mean, it, I'll Shondo. babysit. I'll babysit and everything. I'll, okay, and well, northwest, southeast, come on. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just, you know, I, I will babysit. I'm crying. Um, yeah, I just, I think I really believe, I like Tiffany said, I don't subscribe to the idea of you being my everything. Um, I told a person I was in a relationship with, I said, <laughs> I don't want you to be my everything. I don't want to be your best friend. I, I don't. Because with my best friends, I'm able to tell my best friends when they're getting on my nerves, you're too sensitive right now for that. And you'll take that best friend conversation and bring it into our relationship. I don't, I, I, I need the boundaries that we have. Um, and I need you to find friends. I need you to have your own friends. I need you to have your own hobbies. I need you to be, you have your own things that you like to do outside of me because I need some time. What, what happens when I get in my creative space and I, I, I really don't want to be bothered with you. You're going to take it personally. That's what I'm doing. Oof. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to come sit in my, sit and look at me in my face and rush my process because you have no life. I don't want to be your everything. I never again in a relationship, I never again want to have that kind of relationship where you you even fathom the thought of, if you leave me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, that's not cute to me. Because but that's, why, that's truth though. <laughs> but, but why would you not know what you would do? Because if someone, okay, I don't, because for me, if I'm in, if I've invested my time, emotions, if I've invested a lot into this relationship and I, especially if in my mind that I see that we're going to be together for a long period of time and then we break up at that moment, I really don't know. Okay. So how, 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 how am I going to, what's my new reality going to be? So, so <laughs> let me ask this question. I, because you are you're here with me we have this relationship and now i have a new normal what am i going to do how am i how am i going to move past this i i mean so let me ask this question and this this segues into our main topic when did you lose you in that relationship that's that doesn't mean that i lost me if if you said there's a difference between i don't know what i'm going to do and i can't go on right there's a difference between like I haven't, I don't have it figured out. I didn't imagine a world right. at, in this iteration where we wasn't going to be together. Right. I'm not sure I am going to go on. 
Whereas like, I can't go on, I ain't gonna never ever, you know, that's a different situation. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I guess for me, it feels two things. One, I feel like, okay, if you're in a relationship with somebody, if that person is removed, I feel like you as a person should not necessarily change. And if you do in a drastic way, I feel like you were codependent upon that person. I have ended a relationship before because I recognized certain behaviors and certain things that were said to me that was like, you're everything to me. And, you know, it was one of those things like, Jeremy has friends. Jeremy wants to, you know, go out and have a good time with whoever. I don't want you to come with me. That's just how it is. But you want to tag along with everything I do. Do you have friends? You don't. That's problem number one. Um, but the big thing for me was because I like low key before I recognized that I was like, okay, this actually could go for the long haul. Like, and this is when I was still in LA and like homegirl has been home. Like I've never brought anybody from another state to meet my family. And she, you know, came home with me twice. So I was like, okay, this is the real deal. Um, but it got to a point where I said to myself, I don't want to be responsible for your lack of growth. Mm. You know, because you're so invested in me and you're living vicariously through me that you're going to miss what God has for you because you're so fo focused on what I got to do. And I'm, you know, one thing about me, anybody, if you, if you have dated me before, you know that I'm very career driven and I'm very focused on my goals. And it's hard for me to compromise what those goals are. You know, when it like, for instance, long distance relationships, I can't do it because if I'm in a specific spot, that's where God has me. I didn't sign up for a long distance relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like you're you're trying to alter God's path and that's not going to work. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we really have to be careful, you know, with the whole, yeah, you're my everything. Because again, if that person were to leave right now, nothing should necessarily change about you. I, I actually agree, partially. I agree that I, I think that that derives from the concept of this notion that you complete me in some sort, so some sense. Yeah. That, you know, you know, coming up as a PK, I heard of this a lot in the church. She's the cream to my coffee. She's the, you know, she's my rib. She's my, you know, she's my missing piece of the puzzle. And what that suggests and why I really don't subscribe to it, what it suggests is I'm not whole without you. And if I'm not whole without you, why are we together? Mm. If, if you are the missing piece to my puzzle, that means without me, you're just a single piece. Mm. Why did, if I'm the totality of the puzzle, why would I reduce myself to just be with the piece that I need? Which is why I caught myself liking this girl recently, really like her. And I'm like, mm, yeah, this, this, this could be nice. This could be nice. I'm ready to settle down. You know, I ain't been, a, I ain't been in a relationship since the last one, 2016. Mm -hmm. and I'm just like, okay, all right, I'm ready. I'm pumping gas and, <laughs> you know, I'm really aware now. Um, and the question came to me, Josh, why do you like her? Do you really like her? Or do you like a potential service that she could offer you? 
So I'm really, I'm like, I'm pumping. Get, I'm, I'm only trying to get fifteen dollars on the pump. I'm really, but I'm, a, I'm at twenty two right now. It's clicking. I didn't, I didn't filled up. And I'm just like, why do? And I asked the hard question. I say, okay, well, she's a creative. I don't have to explain my creativity to her. She understands. She gets it. Do I like her because she gets me or she's the closest thing to me? She's a mirror. Mm. So, Am I looking for her or am I looking for me? What do I really want? Baby, I was just like, but it challenged me to start separating a person's identity from the services they offer and the roles that they play. Mm-hmm. And like right now in my life, you know, I'm, I'm at the end of the year. We're all at the end of the year. And what I do at the end of the year, I really step back and start assessing the year. I really do. And I take notes and I journal and all this stuff. And I've been on this journey this year to find me. So is it that I like her because she's a mirror for me? Or do I really like her? Because on one hand, I'm like, well, I don't want anybody to want me because of what I can do. But then I turn around liking or at the surface saying, I like her. But what I'm really saying is, I like that I don't have to explain myself to her. So do I like her? Or do I like the service? Like I'm really like peeling back all of these layers. And it's, it's driving me insane. It's driving me insane because I'm just like, wow, this is what healing is. This mm-hmm. is before I get involved in something, weighing all costs and really going into this thing soberly, you know, saying, no, I don't really like you. I like the moment of escape you give me. Oof. Oof. So As Kelly talk. says, you know what that is? Growth. Growth. <laughs> It's yeah, and it, it is for you. It is also growth. And I, this is dropping me, Josh. As long as I've known you, this year has been so oh, inspiring to me. me. No, I'm seriously. sorry, I have to, I have to, because we go back, nigga. We go back. You know what I'm saying? And so to see you put in the work, you know, and everything that you faced, you know, and your vulnerability, I can tell that's something that's hard for you but you've had so many moments on this show. And I think that's why it, God placed this in you because this is a healing thing for you. Yeah. So while you're healing, also look at it as growth because those are the questions we all need to be asking ourselves. <laughs> we really do. Um, I had a similar situation. I was like, somebody asked me, they were like, you know, what do you, it was something about what do you like about me? Or, you know, what do you see? You know, what do you see happening with this? And I said in my bed, like, I don't have an answer. <laughs> and it was like, then that person is not for you. If you can't mm-hmm. give me an, if I'm like looking for something and that's not something I do, you know? So yeah, kudos to you. That really, um, you really have inspired me personally um, to get therapy and to get help. And it's okay to share those things publicly, you know? So 
Yeah, that's that's the nice thing I'm gonna say to you probably for the rest of you know, this year I and next that. year. I appreciate that. That was the nicest thing you said to me in a long time. I appreciate uh-huh. that. <laughs> oh, uh, so as far as like separating it's a couple of things, so separating yourself from what services you offer. I think this pandemic forced people mm. to recognize that within themselves. You like, especially for us performers, people who do live performance, that was taken away for a long time. And baby, I pride, I took pride in being booked and blessed and busy and all, yeah. all that kind of stuff. But then that's not there. Who are you? Mm-hmm. Who are you outside of that? And that was something very hard for me to grapple with myself. Like, I'm not busy. I don't have any more distractions. I don't have to be a rehearsal or a show or whatever the case may be. Who are you just baseline? Who are you when you sit at home in your apartment and that's it? Who are you? So this pandemic, first of all, forced me to separate myself from my occupation. That's how I make money. It is a passion of mine, but that's how I make money. Hmm. And two, in choosing your significant other or entertaining romantic situations like there's this dude who I was talking to recently and on paper he would look really good to present to my family like he checks all the boxes for the things that you know he got his own business and he's intelligent and he's a handsome guy so he'd be looking on a red carpet if I had to take him somewhere like all those things but then I was talking to him and we just wasn't vibing we weren't clicking and I love talking with people and meeting where they are and communicating in this, in this yeah. sort of, and we wasn't doing it. It was, I was like, bro, you corny. <laughs> and once you're corny, I can't uncorny you. <laughs> That's not fixable. <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, what, what is that? And I was like, I was, I really did try. I was trying to be attracted to him. I swear I was, <laughs> but like, cause I was like, these are the things that my family would like to be added to the family. And I'm like, that's not what it's about because I got to go home to him. Like if we were to yeah. build a relationship, something long-term, I got to be honest with myself at the beginning. And if that ain't what you want now, it ain't going to just magically turn into what you want later. Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I agree with everybody. <laughs> everybody. <laughs> no, no, everybody. I do, I do. Because it, it definitely is important. I like you kind of Tiffany touched on what I was going to say. Like when you when you have those the the pandemic kind of forced everyone to go into this isolation mode. So really like be able to separate. Cause a lot of us I, I got furloughed when I when the pandemic first hit. So I wasn't working. I was literally at my house by myself with my best friend. And we, we, everybody, everything was shut down. I didn't even see my boyfriend for like, he had to like sneak over sometimes <laughs> because, you know, like everything was literally shut down up here in Jersey. So it like, it, it you really had to separate. Okay, so I'm a praise and worship leader at my church, but outside of that, who am I? What do I do? What, what, what is it that I really love to do? Like, am I just doing this because I'm talented and I'm gifted and I know I can do this? Or is it something I'm really passionate about? I know that I'm really called to do. You know what I'm saying? So like that time, definitely, I was able to separate. Did I hit the mic again? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I. What what started all of this for me, this started this question started my therapy journey because again on the days that i would perform well i was wonderful to myself on the days that i did nothing i was absolutely horrible to myself and i felt guilty before resting you know um 
And I often think about, you know, they tell us as performers, you know, this performance depression, like the depression that you go through after a show. It's like, okay, well, what, what, what's the next job? And, you know, it's very real, but I think it's, it's only real when we place our identity in our abilities. Because what started my therapy journey was this question, was if I never wrote another book, if I never made another person laugh, if I never told another story, if I never acted on another project, if I never preached another sermon, if I never, who is Josh? I didn't know. I would, I would, when I would introduce myself to people, I would literally lead with what I could do, the experience I could give you, especially romantically. Oh, I, baby, I, who was leading with their penis? The penis. I was, the, the penis. I was, I would lead with it because for me to introduce me, Josh, a very timid, a very shy, a very geeky, um, quiet person who's still trapped in, you know, he's, he's grown, but he's still trapped inside of his five-year-old self. If I were to lead with that, I felt nobody would want me. Nobody would pay attention. But if I could lead with what I could do for you, mm-hmm. oh, but if I could, oh, I could sell myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I think that's the greatest cop-out when I feel like I have to sell myself or convince you of my greatness or, or convince you of how much you need me in your life or how much your life will be better by my presence. I think that's a huge disservice to me. Um, it, it, it's like it's like an actor on stage telling the audience how to feel, how to respond to what they're giving. That, that's cheating. It's not authentic. So it's, it's not authentic. So the question that, you know, we want people to see us for who we are. Mm-hmm. And that's beautiful. Everybody deserves to be seen. But the question that I've been grappling with is, am I truly, when I look at other people, am I seeing them for an idea I've made up of them in my own head? Or am I truly seeing them for them? I'm really of the belief, and this is a principle of mine, I can't expect you to honor a boundary that I have while I trample over yours. Mm. And a lot of people are selfish in that, wow, I thought I I I had glasses on, I was trying to push them up. Uh, (laughs) A lot of people are selfish in, in that they only care about their boundaries. As long as you don't offend my boundaries, whatever but I don't even engage with you to, to learn what your boundaries are or even, mm-hmm. or if you even have boundaries, mm-hmm. it's just whatever I give you is what you're going to get. But when you come, when you step to me, you got to step right. I, I've been uh, really like woken up at three o'clock in the morning with boundaries, how to teach our people, how to draw boundaries in a time of peace, how to like actually express that in a tone that will be accepted in mm. a tone, like not, not just trying to like sugarcoat anything, but like, I don't need nobody stepping up to me. Da, da. Like that's not going to be received well. It just won't yeah. be. 
you know, uh, but if you say, hey, no, I don't like this and this is what I like, you know, blah, 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 what are your boundaries? That is a way we can exchange and get to know one another. And then how do you accept other people's boundaries without feeling like you're being attacked? What I'm feeling like you need to defend yourself. Like he told me I can't go over his house anytime I want to. That I'm, well, that that's just the boundary. You just <laughs> that. Period. Yeah. Like that's what it is. So you don't like, live I, here. Okay. Don't pay nary bill. Um, and so like how do we exchange exchange boundaries? How do we exchange and, and find language amongst each other to draw those boundaries and accept those boundaries? How do we do that? That's what I'm trying to teach. That's what keeps me up at night is trying to teach folks how to do that. Because, baby, a whole bunch of arguments just get started and it, it all boils down to communication and communication of boundaries. You know, Tiffany, I really I, I really believe in what you just said. But I also believe that the the idea of boundaries that people has, um, it has to change because mm-hmm. most people see boundaries as rules when boundaries are really a sign of love and a sign that I know my value. Mm-hmm. I talk about school shoes all the time because, you know, com- coming up, we had, you know, we, we weren't rich. So we had, you know, school outside shoes, shoes and outside shoes. shoes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would, I've always been hard on shoes, which is why I don't like them. So if you see me out, I'm always in some slides. Um, Cause I got a lot of whoopings behind my shoes and my mom would say, why are you outside in your school shoes? And I'm just like, they shoes. I'm going, I, I mean, I'm outside when I get on the bus, like what, what's the difference? <laughs> and the thing is, no, these are shoes that I just bought. I just paid a price for these. These are valuable. These have not been worn out. These have not been worn down. These are new. Why are you going to do rough things in these new things? And what I've just come to realize as an adult is, people who don't know who they are will allow anybody to do anything with them. And it is only when I come into the knowledge of who I am and what value I have that I'll say, no, I can't go. I can't go there with you. No, we can't do that together. And it's not a rule. It's just something that I've set in place that says, no, valuable things like me. There's a reason why valuable things get put gets put in a safe you don't just keep valuable things out in the open for anybody to just have access to Mm -hmm. um so it's it's reconfiguring our minds from a rule to an act of love i have boundaries in place not just because i love you but because i love me and not just because i love me but because i love you you know I, I think that's one of the things in drawing bound, because like you said, you can't just be like, no, you're not going to step to me like, because that's not going to be received. You said draw boundary lines in a time of peace. And I think one of the hardest things that I dealt with in my therapy journey this year was having the heart, was having hard conversations for, you know, I'm really not a confrontational person. And that's like the thing that people have the hardest time believing because I have a real slick mouth. I really hate confrontation. The only time I enjoy confrontation is when I'm angry. So what I discovered this year in in therapy was without me being angry, I felt like my feelings were invalid. So I would suppress a lot because I was like, no, I'm not mad enough to bring it up. So I bring it up and I spaz. And if you know, once I spaz, I spaz. Like I spaz. 
And, you know, then I'm crazy and then I'm bad guy. And it's just like, well, Josh, had you not suppressed this stuff and when somebody offended you, you said, hey, no, I don't like that. That, that rubbed me the wrong way. Had that been the course of action, then maybe your boundaries would have been received. Now it's like, oh, I got to walk on eggshells around because you didn't scare the people. And rightfully <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. Um, so I, th- I think that's huge, Tiff, that we have to draw boundary lines in a time of peace and not wait for our anger to validate our, frust- our frustrations or our grievances. Because, baby, when you get mad, not only is this situation going to be brought up, but I'm bringing all the stuff from back when I was mad three weeks ago. All of it. Ain't none of it being received. (laughs) Every single It's just a fight. I think another thing, too, um, Joshua, was something you said earlier. Um, We present ourselves, you know, like our services. It's like, why are you presenting something as if this is a marketing tool? Mm. You know, and I think when we deem ourselves as worthy, and we've talked about this, I think in the last couple of weeks, that we're worthy of love and that we're worthy and we are, you know, I see myself before you see me, it'll change our language. So when you, when you meet somebody, it's no longer, this is what I can do for you. It's, this is what I need. And this is what I want. Yeah. Can you, can you meet me where I am? And if you can't meet that, then keep stepping. And it's totally fine. And that's what it is. But I know for me, like in this journey of my thirties, like the bullshit is like, it's real quick. I'm like, okay, yep. This is not gonna, yeah, go keep moving, keep moving. (laughs) You know, you're not serving me for anything. So let's go ahead and nip this in the bud now. Whereas in my twenties, I was holding on to things and people and relationships that served me no purpose, but Mm. I was holding on to them because I was like, well, if I don't have that, then who am I? I shouldn't be asking myself, you know, it shouldn't be contingent upon a relationship. My value should not be contingent upon a relationship ever, you know? So it's, it's, it's interesting to me. So, and Tiff, I want to touch on something you said too, um, going kind of, kind of back, but this pandemic has really showed me kind of the same thing because, you know, I'm grateful for the blessings that God has granted me in my career but the pandemic was like, no, girl, you you finna sit your ass at the house. And it went from, I know what I'm doing. I know where I'm going to be this day to that day to, Jimmy. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do. Jimmy. I don't know what I'm going to do. There is no audition. There is no callback. There is no email saying booked, you know? So who, yeah, who am I outside of hashtag booked and blessed? Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I'm still mm-hmm. trying to find that happiness to this point. Wow. I thought it was, I thought it was teaching. It's at least that I can tell at this moment, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's a part of me that is unhappy and it's been driving me crazy, like to the point where it's hard for me to get out of bed on a daily basis. Cause I'm just like, I'm just not happy with my life right now. And it's mm-hmm. not on like the dark side, but it's like, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And so in this season, I'm like, God, what are you trying to teach me? You know? And so I've been waking up the last few nights at like four in the morning and just sitting in my thoughts, really trying to figure out what it is that I want to do. Me too. Um, it's girls rub out here. But <laughs> um, yeah, so we really have to, when we deem ourselves worthy, our language will change. So question for you, Jimmy, and 
you know, if this is too much, you don't have to answer it. But the question, like, as I listened to you talk, my question was, so is happiness rooted in some kind of action? Yeah, I think it, I think it has been. I think it has been because, because of how my life has been orchestrated, um, specifically in my career, I've based my happiness on that. And so now I'm exposed and now in the open because my career is kind of on a, you know, in a complacency in life and I'm, it's driving me crazy. So it's forcing me to, wow, come on self-realization. It's forcing me to really sit back and figure out what makes Jeremy happy. Yeah. Because Jeremy, even in the midst of success, Jeremy has lost himself and what ultimately makes him happy outside of, you know, career moves and choices, which again, great, but I've lost myself in that. So I think that's yeah. the frustration is like, I don't know what that is. And I'm not, it's like, I had a therapy session. It's been a couple months now, but it, the question still rings to this day. When was the last time that you were happy? And I was mm. like, Sure. Dr. Know. Kim is Dr. Kim is can, rude. And, and can we even change the language on that instead of like finding what makes you happy, finding what brings you joy? Can mm-hmm. we just change the language on that? Because you know, Laurent says happy happiness is based on happenings. Seriously, but no, but but that's the truth because you can be like you said you were teaching and you you were happy doing that in that moment. But as you see now, it's not. That's not mm-hmm. what's really making you happy. So let's just change the language. And, and this, this is even for me, like when I had that kind of, or re- well, when I heard my dad say it, when he was like, happiness is depending on happenings. I said, wait a minute. It's the truth. Like what really brings me joy? Like I, like no matter where I find myself. Like Anita life, said, you bring me joy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Seriously. But, but no, Jeremy, I would, I, you know, so if you don't know, me and Jeremy share the same therapist. And what Dr. Kim told me was, you know, I was, you know, you know, I like to have a pretty answer for everything. And she was yeah. like, yeah, she was like, yeah, Josh, that's cute. But you're still compensating for your feelings. And what she said to me was, Josh, you have to, your feelings are messengers. You have to listen to the message that yeah. your feelings are telling you. Um, and what I just feel to tell you is that it, it's not in what you do. Um, it's more it's more so being confident and sure of your purpose. Um, because once you find your purpose, your purpose will come out in everything that you do. Yeah, right, right. And you're not you're not fishing for things to do to see, oh, this makes me happy. This makes Purpose gives you clarity and says, no, I know why I'm here. I know why I'm here. And even, even if it's not for me to perform, even if that just means that I'm just supposed to be something, just mm-hmm. to be me, that makes me happy. It makes me, it, it fills me with joy because I know that I'm, that I'm where I'm positioned. I'm mm-hmm. centered in where I'm supposed, I feel at home. I think a lot of our discontentment is, and a lot of the things that we don't want to do that we find ourselves doing, we don't feel home. Mm-hmm. I agree. We, we, feel, we feel that we occupy a space, but that space is not home. 
Luther said it, a chair is still a chair. Right. Even if no one. Even when there's no one. <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> Sing, Laurent. But yeah, so that's that's the thing. So it's 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 finding home. I, I think I think we don't become full of joy or joyful until we find home. Yeah. Absolutely. That was good. Oh, Thank oh, you, man. I just, oh, I just, oh, didn't, didn't I just minister? <laughs> you did. And I'm not even going to hold you. I'm sorry, but my high ass realized that you got boondocks on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Let's get serious again. So, my bad. So, okay. So how, so the question I want to ask everybody is at this current rating speed, do you know yourself outside of what you offer? Do you know you? I feel like just now, like within the past few months, have I really settled in? You know, I take that back. I've known most of myself early, sooner, but it's only just now that I've accepted mm. my self and that I'm not compromising myself when I go into rooms or when I go into different spaces, like I'm no longer going to dim myself, contort to what you think it is. It is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't. And I'm not, even if I'm not good at something, I'm okay with that. I've become okay with that. And that is just recent, like breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fresh. Um, yeah. And so it, and I'm allowing room for that to evolve. I'm allowing room for that to grow and change as I learn more. But as of right now, I'm standing 10 toes down, all this chocolate, all this thickness, it is what it is. Period, <laughs> yeah, period. Yeah. Yeah. I agree actually, because until recently, I've known parts of myself, because my, my journey started March of this year. So I've, I've been uncovering parts of myself, but I think right now, I love Josh. I like Josh and I love him. And for me, that's huge because for 28 years, I've loved Josh's performance and what Josh could be in rooms and who Josh could transform into to appease somebody else's self-righteousness. I've loved my ability to act. Now I love myself just for breathing. Whew. I really do. I love myself. Oh, I almost got emotional there. Just for breathing, bare minimum. I have to do nothing. Um, I've taken all of the pressure I've placed on myself off. And thank God, it feels amazing. Um, but it was not until recently, like even like a few weeks ago, that I realized, no, I like you. I, I really dig you. Um, yeah. I would say for me too, um, it had definitely has been a, re a recent thing for me. Um, because there are there was a couple months ago I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, well, who are who are you, girl? 
<laughs> who are you and who have you become? Like this is like this is because there was a point in my life where I felt like, okay, I love me. I'm I am accepting all of me, but then go like throughout the years dealing with uh family issues and me dimming myself because of I began to believe what they were saying about me. Um, and then not just them, but other people taking that on and not really like saying that, that's not that's not your character, that's not how you are. I took it on and started to believe those things. So I, uh, here recently, I would say like, I just had to, I really like look myself in the mirror and be like, okay, well, this, this, this is you. These are the, there's some things I don't like about you, but we're going to fix them. But at the end of the day, I love every bit of you and release yourself from the pressure, release yourself from those things. Like you said, just the pressure and the things that people try to pin on me, really be free of that. Um, And when, once I, release myself of that you know it's like holding myself up i'm not me <laughs> um i think it's been recent for me as well um but it took a situationship for me to really get a grasp of what that is um and that's that set said situationship is what partially led me to start therapy because i was like I was pointing the blame at everybody else and at this specific person for what was done to me. And, you know, oh, what was me? All my feelings are hurt. You did this, you did that. And then it was like, but who's the common denominator here? Mm. It's you. And it wasn't until I had that realization and that, like you said, just that hard conversation. Um, I was like, I better read myself. How about that? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and so it was like, trying to unpack said situation and why I allowed those things to happen. And we talked about it on several, several episodes ago. And I said, I was so afraid to let go of it because I wouldn't know who I was without that situation. And it was like, but that's trauma. Why would you want to yeah. carry trauma with you? So it was like, it unpacked even more. It's like, is, is trauma all that, you know, and it's like, no. Um, so once I got to a place of, you know, I am worthy of the best, not subpar, not half-assing. I'm worthy of the best. Um, and like I said, once you understand that, your language changes and yeah. the way you approach situations changes. Case in point, my last job, I resigned at the end of the semester over some bullshit. Um, but being, being mistreated is for it's it's crazy to me that as a black educator you know which there aren't that many um we are poorly mistreated mm -hmm. and so but i allowed things to go on and i had an opportunity to leave but i stayed and then now look bullshit and here i am you know kind of wondering what's next so that's also been you know on my heart but um again it just goes to show like once you realize that you're worthy of the best, it'll change everything else around you. Yeah. Um, and so I, it's a recent thing for me as well. And then even when it comes to, you know, platonic and, you know, romantic relationships, um, how I approach things, you know, how I move the pen. I know, I know I'm the only one, but the pandemic, the pandemic has really showed me who is for me and who is not for me. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. So, and I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with my circle 
turning into a dot. I'm totally fine. And it's going to happen. <laughs> and it's going to happen, you know, so absolutely. Yeah, it's it's definitely something that's been recent for me as well. So. So let me ask this question. Do you like yourself? And I ask this because most people try to force themselves to love themselves when at bay, they don't even like themselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I base that on, you know, just hearing people talk. It's always, I need to change this about me. I need to change this about me. I need to do the blah, 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 blah. So they treat themselves like they're a to-do project. Um, and it's just like, how can I see the beauty of who I am if I'm trying to change everything? Um, and it's like, it's almost like we're subconsciously saying, I'll really love me once I become this. Mm-hmm. It's like we have our love, uh, a love for ourselves that's on level, that's on level. It's like oh, once I make this payment, once I once I get this done, I'll be I'll be fully at love with myself. And what I realized is the word change and the word improvement are not synonymous. They don't mean the same things. So am I trying to change me or am I really trying to improve me? Mm. Because to change me means I don't want this. I want something else to improve me means I want this. I just want to make it better. So a lot of people are saying, I need to change. I want to change. And it's like, I, 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 there were some days I would look in the mirror. I would say, Oh no, my my nose is too big. I don't like that. Or my my cheeks are too fat. I don't like that. You know, it's, am I trying to change me? And if I am trying to change me, what is it that I don't like about myself? So are you speaking on just physical or? I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking totally. It's change. The, the word change means to take something that is and replace it with something that's new. Improvement means to take what is and better it. Mm-hmm. So. Go ahead. There was a point for me where I had to change the way I spoke to people because I talked out the side of my neck Mm -hmm. (laughs) on a constant basis in in the under the guise of like I'm keeping it 100. No, you don't have a tact, baby girl. Mm -hmm. That's not how you speak to people. That is not Mm -hmm. how you respect the other human being in front of you. And I had to unpack my traumas as to why I felt it was okay to talk to folks like that. That was that needed to change. Yeah. As it currently stands, I like me. And I find myself like, especially in the entertainment industry, we are taught to nitpick ourselves and pick everything apart. And I I, I look at a video of myself and be like, oh man, my stomach, you can see my rolls. But girl, you have rolls. They just see you. <laughs> I got rolls, and that's what it is. And if you ain't used to seeing it, here you are. Like, <laughs> here's like, a lesson. Okay. That's what comes with the package. And in in discovering those parts of myself and not letting uh, other people's perception of that be what I believe for myself, I like me some me. 
Yeah. Baby falls and all, and we figured it out. There were some things at a certain point I needed to change. Yeah, I right. didn't get rid of that stuff because right. that was no longer serving me. And yeah. and, and uh, Jeremy, you said something about you know uh, trauma, and and your your therapist was talking about you know you moving in trauma, and and my therapist asked me, um, who are you without your trauma? Hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Who are you? And I could not answer that question. I didn't know who I was without my trauma. All I knew is survival tactics, survival, you know, behaviors. And I carried that with me. That had to change in order for me to like myself. Now I'm on that, that improvement level. But there was a certain point where, like, it was all survival, baby girl. And right now, you, you had a, you're not there. You're not in danger right now. You okay? Yeah. You safe, baby? Mm-hmm. You okay? Take that armor off. Relax. Now you're able to thrive. You're able to like step into something that's a little bit different. Good job and kudos for you surviving. Right. Amen. Resilience. But that's that's not what you need to do right now. Right. That's not what we are. You safe. You all right. So to answer your question, I like me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm glad you said that though, because improvement is not absent of change. Mm-hmm. If I'm trying to change me that's what I have a problem with because that, that screams, I don't like me. If I'm trying to improve me, like you said, your mouth, because my mouth used to be very, very, it was actually Portia that told me, Josh, you can be very condescending sometimes that when you, when someone does not know what you feel that you should know, when you're explaining it to them, you make them feel dumb. I didn't get that until I got to work and, you know, because I was just acting. So when I got a real job, a nine to five, I shouldn't say real job. When I got a nine to five um, and customer, our clients would complain about my directness. I was just like, I'm just being direct. And it's like, no, someone does not know something that you feel that you, that they should know. So you're judging them and there's judgment in your voice and that judgment makes them feel incompetent. You don't like to feel that way. So how dare you make somebody else feel that way? It's that kind of thing that if I wanted to improve the totality of Josh, I had to change the way I talk to people. I had to, because the way I talk to people did not need improvement. It needed to change. Because to even fix a, to, to, to fix a, who oh, come on, Holy Ghost, to fix a house on a bad foundation, it's only going to be temporary. The moment a storm comes, baby, that thing gonna shift and you back at square one. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm no longer interested in temporary fixes. If you if, right. if this change ain't ain't permanent, mm-hmm. if this, if if this alteration, this improvement is not long lasting, keep it. Mm-hmm. Um Wow, that was good. I think for I think for me, I do like me. However, I have to hold myself more accountable because when we talk about you know improving and change, we you know like Lauren say you know it's a physical thing. So for me, you know, a couple years ago I used to have a little V, you know. Oh, me too, Jeremy. Little six pack. I was I was in a size thirty two. And baby, I got on that ship, and that ship oh, have flew a mighty stuck. Have fallen. 
<laughs> that shit food stuck one day and I woke up, I said, oh, that's, uh, I'm not bloated. That's that's my belly. It's a you, know? you now. It, yeah. So here we are in 2021 and it's a damn Firestone tire. But you know what? It is what it is. However, I get so frustrated because, and social media plays a major part in this because you see, and I, I'll be honest about it. You see, it's interesting to me that somebody with muscles light skin, whatever, they can post a picture, a basic selfie and get a thousand likes. But then I post my little boomerang. I'm like, you know, doing it. <laughs> and it's, it's it, baby, it's giving 12 likes, <laughs> you know? So then in my head, I'm like, well, what if I had such, and it's like, uh-uh. Oh yeah, you're, Jeremy. You're, you're, you're coveting, you're coveting. Mm -hmm. And so then God was like, but you want to make improvements yet your eating habits are terrible. <laughs> I was like, I'm you just say, ouch, I mean, you didn't have to really, you know, expose me like that. Yes. I have <laughs> Oreos in my pantry right now. Um, Baby, they yes, I, I was going to say nightstand. <laughs> no, I mean, no, nah. <laughs> but it's holding myself accountable if I want, you know, so along the lines of the change, but if I want to improve, I have to hold myself accountable. You know, so it's not going to happen overnight. So I talk about I want to go. I don't like going to the gym, but if I want to see improvements, I have to go to the gym. Mm -hmm. If I want to see improvements, I have to eat better. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I want a good body because I want to get likes. It's because I know what I can look like and I know what healthy looks like. And this is not healthy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's not pandemic. This was before the pandemic that mm -hmm. Jeremy ain't been in the gym. I, baby, I got a fitness connection membership. Ain't stepped foot in the fitness or the connection. <laughs> you know, so I do like me. However, I have to hold myself accountable if I want to make those improvements. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I um, with, with both Tiff and um, Jer Lord Jesus, my mind, Jeremy said, <laughs> give it to him, give it to him, give it to me, give it to me. No, like, like, you know, I, 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 I like me some me, I do. Um, there were a lot of things that I did have to change about myself because I, y'all, Jeremy, Josh, y'all know me, I'm very, I'm very pop offish. <laughs> the Lord had to give me some patience because I'm, I'm, I go to zero to 100 in point zero one second like i go right there so there's a lot of my ad i had to change my attitude i had to um change how i procrastinate <laughs> there were a lot of things there were a lot of um character flaws that i did not like about myself that i had to you know change um and even so there's some physical stuff that i don't that i don't like about me but you know i wish i was a little thicker where i need to be thicker <laughs> you know i want i want to run down the beach in my booty shorts <laughs> But yeah, but as far as physical things, yeah, they, I, I want to change those things. But as far as like me, me, Laron, Anthony Simmons, me, I like me. I like yeah. who I am. I, I look in the mirror and I'm like, damn, yeah, you, yeah, we good. Yeah. And like I said, I just recently came to that. Like, no, Josh, you. So question, this is the, this is the, this is where we'll end it. If you were not you, and you met you, are you the kind of person that you would befriend? Now, yes. <laughs> the person I am today, yes. 
and me and me having a good time. So like, <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> like me and me already friends. We talk, we have conversations. <laughs> so like if I met me, I'd be like, oh my God, yes, girl, go <laughs> A kiki. <laughs> yeah, but I think um I would because how I treat other people um even when they don't treat me the best mm. like i have a high tolerance for a lot of things um especially when it comes to people i love and i really care about um and those are the kind of people that i would want in my life because yeah like i'm the shit shoot you know i make yeah. you laugh you know i can sing a little bit and act <laughs> a little bit <laughs> can't dance but i can move you know <laughs> but i i just and I've been through a lot of stuff. And one thing about like, I love that my parents are 70 and 69 because I have so much wisdom, mm. you know, from them without even knowing. And I've always been the kid as a teenager. Tiff knows this. Tiff, we always was trying to go with the big kids. We, you know, the 13 to 19 group and we was 11, but we <laughs> wanted to be with them. And when we got to do it, I would just sit and observe and watch and just listen and learn. And all those little nuggets have, you know, made me into the person that I am. So, yeah, shoot, get you with me, per. Period. P period. Mm -hmm. Um, I walked by a mirror today, and I, I did not just see an attractive man. I saw a beautiful one. There we go. And I really said today, I like you, Josh. And if I were fortunate enough to live outside of my body, you were somebody I would want to engage with. You were somebody I would want to call my friend. Yeah. I had that moment today. My heart has been full today. It really has been. And, you know, in doing my assessments and just looking back at my year, I'm, I am somebody I would really want to befriend. Mm -hmm. And for me, that means the world to me. Because yeah, I've, I've shared this on the show before. I was nobody's first choice. I always felt second. I always felt like, ain't nobody else left? Okay, come on, Josh. But I'm choosing me now. And it's, I can't even put it into words. Um, so yeah, so as you listen, as you go through life, if you, I want you to ask yourself that question. Am I somebody that I would want to be friends with? Do I like me? Or am I waiting on a version of me to show up to give myself permission to love me? You know? Um, yeah, especially going into this new year. I don't know. I don't know if it's just prophetically, but I, I've just been like, I'm excited about this new year, mm -hmm. not because it's a new year. I just I just literally feel the whole weight of change of a different experience. Ooh, um, wait a minute. Listen, you know, I'll go in. God is doing something new in 2022. <laughs> 2022. Oh, that, baby, that's good coaching. Oh, they're going to have that on a banner. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, 
I really feel, I really feel the shift. I really feel that we've seen the last of our, you know, I'm talking right now, I'm talking to the faithful, the ones that, that suffered and kept the faith. And, you know, I really feel that we are seeing the end of failure, whatever that looks like. And we are, we, we should be at least bracing ourselves for the impact of success, because I do say this, because we've prepared, we because failure is most of what we've always known, we prepare most for that. It's why we hesitate when new opportunities come. It's because, ah, I got to brace myself for impact of the no. Whew. Okay, wait, a, a gear just shifted. Mighty God. What I really mm-hmm. feel is that we really shifted from failure to success. And it's like, no, I need you to know how to live successfully now. You, you've become accustomed to living a life of failure. No, that changes. Mm. That's no longer your normal. Your new normal is success. Mm. And if you're not prepared for it, if you treat success like you treated failure, success will overwhelm you and you'll only visit it. You won't dwell there. God's plan for us is for us to dwell in success. Mm-hmm. not to visit. So I want all of us, ooh, come on, you better step into that vein, Josh. I want all of us to live in success, not just visit it. All right, let me drag, baby, because I've- ooh, Yeah, because I'm, like, I'm about to holler out. I'm about to holler out right now. Like, seriously, I'm Listen. holding it in. Because if I was at church, uh, <laughs> ow! I felt it coming. <laughs> that, was a, that was a whole shift. That wasn't even in my notes. Listen. My God. You know, Pentecostal yeah. to the bone will break out in a second. <laughs> I, I really, I really, 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 really feel that. Um, I'm dragging. Really, really, if nobody, I'm sorry. I'm oh, gonna go ahead. If nobody else receives that, I receive it. How about that? No, I, no, do I too. receive it too. I receive it for me too. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Uh, well, you know, we've had our inspiration moment, but now I got to drag. I got to drag something. I, I want to drag people who give you secret congratulations. Mm. I'm really sick of y'all. I really am. And I made up my mind in 2022, that bullshit stops. I am no longer accepting secret praise, secret admiration, secret honor. No, no, no. If you can't do it in in the public, don't keep it. Unless I send you something privately, there should not be a reason that you can't openly celebrate me. What that says to me is that you've either been talking about me in a circle that you don't want to seem like a hypocrite in or that you're jealous. Um, You're jealous of people seeing you honor me because you want all the honor for yourself. I'm tired of it. Um, 2022, I'm I'm not accepting this. So, for all of you who like to get, you know, divert from po- pu- from public posts and then slide in the DM to give your congratulations, keep it. Keep it. You're dragging it. You're dragging it and you're dragging me. And <laughs> I, I will no longer be drunk. I just, I just will not. That's <laughs> sickening. Yeah. I, I just, I just believe if we're friends my good news should not make you feel any kind of way other than proud. 
You should not intimidate you. <laughs> you should not be intimidated by my good news. Because mm -hmm. when you give me good news, I celebrate you. Mm -hmm. So why is it that when I give you good news and I do, I do my celebration publicly, both publicly and privately, Mm -hmm. Why is it that you only do yours privately? But in mm -hmm. anybody else who has a watch this, who has a bigger name than me, uh oh, you'll post on your story all day long, not having it in 2022. You're dragging, you drug it, you drug for the last time. <laughs> you are out. <laughs> Uno out. <laughs> so, guys, this was a great show. And uh, again, we want to thank Tiffany Mann. Uh, for hanging yes. out with us, you are welcome to come back whenever you want to. Um, well, thank you for having me, man. I had a good old time. Yes. Yeah. Um, so again, this was a great episode. Again, love each other, love yourself, like yourself, um, and don't wait for a version of you to show up before you give yourself permission to be all of what you need for yourself. Um, so before we go, we always like to do um, this hit my spirit. It's just um, final words or tips. They don't always have to be spiritual. They could just be, you know, something that's on your heart for the people. So anybody got something? I do. Um, I post, for anybody who follows me on Instagram, I always post like things, quotes and, you know, things that hit my spirit. But it's crazy to me that anytime we have an episode, there's something that always registers to what we talk about. So I got the Holy Ghost. Well, we don't want to go that far. Uh -huh. um, <laughs> but um, I posted something earlier today. It says, never, un never underestimate the importance of having a place where you can show up as you are, where your whole self is welcome, not just a part of yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's what I have to say. Um, and going back to what I said earlier, once you shift the acknowledgement of you being worthy, your language will change in everything that you do and everywhere that you go and everybody that you speak to, your language will change. So that's what I got. Um, when you were speaking, Jeremy, earlier about holding yourself accountable, mm -hmm. um, what I remember in a book I read called, I thought it was just me, but it isn't, uh, one of the first things in there is talking about how to hold yourself accountable. And, you, and it says that you can't shame anyone into changing their behavior. And that includes yourself. So in holding yourself accountable, I encourage everybody to speak kindly to you. Mm. Remember that, that inner child, if you wouldn't look your small child self in the face and holler at you in, the, in that way, don't talk to yourself like that. Speak to yourself in kindness as you improve, as you learn, as you grow. Be kind to yourself. Amen. That's good. That's wonderful. Gotta get that book. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, um, I it, it kind of hit me when Josh, when you were prophesying for real, for real, um, just about being in a dwelling place of success. Um, one thing that I have to, for me, I had to shift my mentality when it comes to even when we're in church. Oh, we're praising God for a victory. We're praising God for a victory. But one thing I had to realize is that we never praise God to something or praise God to victory. We praise God from victory. So wherever you find yourself in your life, um, even go, going into this next year, just remember that you don't, everything that you need to be successful, you don't have to 
do anything. Like, of, of course you want to put in, put the work in, but it's already inside of you. That victory, it, it, it's your dwelling place. Success is your dwelling place. So just know that it's in you. Got to do a little bit of work, but it's there, it's in you. Keep going. Amen. Okay, so as we close the show, I want to, I have something that hit my spirit today. It, it's actually my journal from today. So I want to read this. Um, I titled it, Almost There, Almost at the End. And I write, today I feel so much love and pure love. My heart melts and I truly love this space. This is how my life is supposed to be. And while having love does not rid me of life, it makes life worth living. Today, I posed a request of people to give me my flowers while I lived, and I expect it to be ignored because that's what I'm used to. But I got something different. Wait, so are you saying that what I'm used to is no more and it's changing? Absolutely. The responses I got today really made me sit back and reflect. This year, I became 28. And I said back in January that this would be my shot at a new beginning again. My heart this year was to become better and to level up. The recurring theme in my life this year was the word new. In reading the responses to the post, I discovered that people really do see me and they pay attention. I was told and reassured in how necessary I am. Over and over, I was told of the impact my life made to so many. While I'm used to impressing people by how much I get done, today was different. Nobody brought up how much I did. Instead, they brought up how much, how my, how my life of transparency made them want to heal and be better. They used words like inspiring, confident, bold, authentic, influential. I even got a DM telling me that I am a light, which happens to be my favorite compliment. And that my life and journey made her continue even when she wanted to end hers. She said, you are one of the reasons I'm still on this earth. That humbled me and reminded me of my call to not only impact, but save lives. At the end of this year, I smile because I did get my new beginning. This year was a hard fight, but it's been rewarding. Today, I am most sure of myself and I look in the mirror and for the first time in years, I see someone beautiful, not just in physical appearance, but totality. In thinking of this year in assessment, this was the year of better. It was the year I improved. I got better at this. It was not the year I got everything right, but my goal at the top of the year was to level up and do better and be better. And I did just that. Didn't have the best performance but I met the goal. I am so ready for what's next, using the tools I've learned this year to handle the next well. So be a light, show love, extend compassion, stop trying to be what people want you to be and just be you. Not only am I ready, but I'm excited for what's next. Mm. <laughs> that, that, I've, I was really full because, like I said, I really expected to be ignored. But, you know, it was interesting to see how much pressure I've placed on myself to do, do, do. It's, it's about quantity. 
today proved to me that it's not about what you, how much you put out. It's about what you put out. Right. So going into year 22, or 2022, I should say, I don't have this list of goals or landmarks to, you know, define my success. I have an ultimate goal, which is in line with my call to save lives and to change and to cause people to have the conversations. Um, so whatever I do from a well place, from a rested place will be that. I, I look back at this year, I had, I was supposed to release four books this year, um, three of which I was supposed to write. I wrote nothing this year. And for the first half of the year, I was like, oh, Josh, you're sitting on your gift. You're sitting on your gift. And it was just like, no, my writing ability has been my star player. It's okay for that part of me to sit down. So it's really been settling, settling within who Josh is outside of what Josh can produce. Yeah. And today really made me aware of that. And I had to take to my journal and I'm full today. I am so full. My heart is happy that I am finally, oh, Josh, it's okay if you cry, but I don't want you to. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finally in a place where I fully accept all of Josh, the good, the bad, the indifferent, the past, the secret chapters that I only want myself to read. I fully accept all of Josh and I'm not trying to change Josh. Do I want Josh to be better? Of course, because um, once you stop learning, once you stop growing, you die. I'm not ready to die. I know that there is so much life in me for generations behind me. And I'm so happy that I get the chance to do that from a whole place and not from a broken place. Mm. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. It humbles me. And although, like I said, I didn't have the greatest performance this year. And when I say the greatest performance, I'm meaning all that I wanted or willed or wanted to do, I did not do. But that which I did was impactful. And I will go to sleep tonight knowing that my life means something to more than just me that I'm impacting lives. So happy new year. Um, I'm excited about what your 2022 has to offer you. And we deserve wins. We, while, I, while, I, while I'm in the prophetic vein already, I'm just going to stay here. What I heard today consistently was congratulations. It was congratulations over and over and over again. So may you welcome the congratulations instead of questioning it. Questioning yes. It, questioning it. May you accept the congratulations regardless of who it's coming from. Just accept it and celebrate yourself. You be one of the partakers in that congratulations. Don't just expect congratulations from other people. Whew, hey, expect it from you. All right. Be well, be a light, extend compassion and show love. All right, we out. Ooh. Yeah, cause I, yeah, I felt the tongue coming. We out, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. seriously.
Tschüss. Ja.